As the deer longs for the water brooks, so longs my soul for you, O Lord. Or as they used to say, as the heart panteth for the water brooks, so longeth my soul for you, O Lord. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? We are gathered here this morning because we long for God. That's what we're doing here, I think. And when that psalmist tells us to respond to the wondrous inexplicability of nature and the universe by hoping in God and praising God's name, we thrill at the clearness of our mission. We can do that. It's worship. God is telling us, do do that voodoo that you do so well, and we cooperate. We're all here. But because God's nature is one of creative action, and because we are created in the image and likeness of God, God's purpose offers more to us than that. God's plan requires more of us than that. God's peace comes at a price, and that price is suffering. Now, keep in mind that the word suffering has meanings that range all the way from agony to cooperation, which we were just talking about. But the point is that our souls must fully experience the spectrum of life if we are fully to be God's people. Hope, yes, but also hardship. Triumph, yes, but also terror dreams, and death as well. Two weeks ago, I was down in New York where my daughter Eve was graduating from college. She did very well, I don't mind telling you. It was a gala day, as Groucho Marx used to say. At one point, the choir sang a lovely setting of that old Celtic blessing, may the road rise up to meet you. And at that point, Eve leaned over to me and said, uh, be careful what you pray for, Dad. Remember Maravista. May the road rise up to meet you. Sounds very sweet indeed. But she was reminded of the summer at Camp Maravista when she was 14. At this camp, they take long bike rides through the rolling hills of New Hampshire and Vermont. And on her bike trip, she was speeding down a steep hill, lost control of the bike, and crashed. That led to the phone call you never want to get. Mm. Her mom, <laughs> I'm remembering that moment. Her mom went and bravely fetched Eve home. She looked bad with bruises and broken teeth and uh, lots of what they, they cutely call road rash in the industry. She was suffering in the sense of great pain, not in the sense of cooperation. But an amazing thing happened to her over the following week. As we coddled her and prayed for her and changed her dressings, God spoke to her privately in a way that she could not possibly have understood or even imagined before the crash. And God filled her with the kind of character that Paul is talking about in the letter to the Romans. We just heard. Within a week, she said she wanted to go back to camp for the last few days. Amazing. 
You can imagine the awe and the wonder on the faces of her fellow campers when she showed up, looking like a mummy. It was positively heroic. And you can imagine the relief and the gratitude on the part of the camp staff, too. There is nothing worse for morale than having a camper leave in an ambulance, let me tell you. Mm. And nowadays, if you're looking for it, only if you're looking for it, can you see a little tiny blue line on her lip where the road rose up to meet her. But the character has continued to grow. When Jesus tells us that more will be revealed, that we don't need and can't take all the information and knowledge that the future will hold for us, make no mistake, this is the nature and the measure of God's purpose and the absolute foundation of our hope. God will provide the wisdom as we need her. No sooner, no later. We can count on it. In this outpost of God's holy church, St. Peter's Henrietta, we thirst for God like deer. We are seekers, and we help each other accept the suffering in every sense of the word that awaits us because we know about the grace that will enable us to see past the suffering, disappointment, loss, injury, surgery, even death, to see to the hope that is ours for the enjoying together and the character that is ours for the building together. The key ingredient of both that joy and that character is love. It is the foundation of all right action. In truth, we understand that the only thing God wants more from us than worship is loving action. But we must each experience life for ourselves in order for our character to grow. And this is the function of, our, uh, of God's nurture. It's our great comfort. And our certain faith, God will support us in our seeking and our accepting and our helping of each other. Now, this is not a political venue, but I'll bring in Thomas Paine because he was so thought-provoking. He once observed that societies exist in an eternal now. It was Tom Paine's opinion that just because something has existed for ages tells us nothing about its value. The past is dead, and the living should use their powers of analysis to sweep away existing arrangements when necessary and begin the world anew. He even suggested that laws expire after 30 years so that each new generation could have a fresh start. Hmm. Food for thought. So last weekend, I was in Cincinnati for my other daughter, Lelia's high school graduation, also a gala day. And as so often happens, I learned a lesson from my son, Jim, that I hope I never forget. He's not in the house, sleeping under my desk, I think. He and I stopped at a mall to buy a hatchet that I was going to use camping while he visited his mom and his sisters and cousins before the graduation. We got off the highway easily into the mall, found what we needed, but when I tried to find the on-ramp again, it wasn't there. I got, uh, what's the word? I got uh, uh, sidetracked, what's, what's the word? We need Benish here. Lost. I got lost. That's what happened. <laughs> We need fetish. Yeah. I figured you'd go under the highway. Right, okay, so take a few right turns, and sooner or later you'll find the next on-ramp. No big deal, right? Well, the operative word turned out to be later. And uh, 
20 minutes. I drove and searched and apologized and rationalized and explained how logically I had missed my way. And all the while, Jim was sitting in the back realizing that he was increasingly late for the dinner party. Finally, I found a road that I knew would get us back on the highway. And I made another pained remark, like, what a hassle it is to get on this highway, the signage, the signage. To which Jim quietly replied, yes, Dad. And your narrative is really helping us get through it, too. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ordinarily, I do not encourage sarcasm in my nearest and dearest. But this time, he had me dead to rights. I've been laughing about that ever since. Because I was not only getting him lost, I was forcing him to have my experience of it instead of his own. In a real sense, he was a hostage to my emotional program, my version of his story. He was the one who was missing dinner. I had no one, nowhere special to be. Jesus is telling us to live our lives, to feed his sheep, to take loving actions, form our own interpretations, to have our own emotional experiences, and occasionally to suffer. Because our ducks will never be in a row. We're never going to have all the information we will ever need to be perfect. But what we will always have is the blessed assurance of God's loving companionship and wisdom when we need it. Each of our lives is a new age filled with new challenges, we overlap with each other, we develop, we accompany each other, and we die away. But the running stream, the water brook of God's power for which we thirst, is constantly underneath all that we call life. Tomorrow's Memorial Day. In the morning, let us drink deeply of that stream as the only possible refreshment for such a day. Let us fill the ears and the emails and the letter boxes of our service people who went so very young with gratitude for what they do about the problems that we elders can't solve otherwise. But also, let us fill our own ears and our own hearts with the stories that they want to tell us. Not just what we'd like to think about their experiences, but what they want us to know about their suffering. What they want us to know about their suffering. Because it's just possible. Perhaps God is giving them the words and the means to stop our warring ways. If only we could listen. Amen.